Hey, how you doing today? I know things are rough out there. Maybe you're confused about buying your first home. You're scared. You're cautious. You're a little bit ignorant. You're perplexed. Or you're just lost in the matrix of the information trying to get answers. Well, you're not alone. And you need a rock star guide to help you on this journey so you avoid all the pitfalls and come out happier and more financially secure than you can imagine. What up, everybody? Episode 50. We made it. Started way back on my birthday, I think, somewhere around there in 2019. And here we are at episode 50. I'm David Sedoni here with the How to Buy a Home podcast. And you know, to celebrate episode 50, the whole goal of this thing is working to take the confusion out of what can be a massively bewildering task to untangle. So today, I'm going to go right to the source. I'm going to go back to my roots. Let's get deeper into picking the right realtor, wherever you are, anywhere in the country and anywhere in the process. This is going to be one of the biggest factors to help you figure out how to buy a home. Okay. All right. First today, I'm going to give you one of my classic Sedonis. We're going to talk about the insider tricks of the trade. This will be a little information on the makeup of how the real estate business works, how realtors and real estate brokerages work and how they survive, how the industry serves you, the first time home buyer, and how this business model absolutely blows for you. This is going to help you see through the BS. Look, my goal for you is to help you come out on top. And to do that, you need to know the game. You got to get a badass guide and you can get one if you know what to look for or you know who to ask. I call them the unicorn realtors, the elusive, magical, mystical folks. There's only about 25% of the realtors out there that I actually qualify as unicorn realtors. And they're in your town. You just have to know why the other 75% don't want you, or they aren't good enough for you and you shouldn't be working with them. And then you can search to find or be referred to the 25% that are unicorns with as much vested interest in your success as you have. As you have, is that a sentence? You know what I mean. And get this gang, it's as simple as a one, two, three formula to find a unicorn. Okay, before we get to our formula, let's start with the rules of the game. Why are the numbers so crappy? Why only 25% of the people out there who are doing good for first time home buyers? Well, let's understand the rules of the game. First rule number one, you're not limited by what you can afford. So that 25%, why is it such a small number? I have no idea because rejoice in the fact that you can pick anybody you want, but no one's out there saying, hey, I'm really good at working with buyers. So maybe you should work with me because it's all free. You out there have to realize there's no socioeconomic factors to hold you back on the level of service that you're going to get. Imagine that you need open heart surgery and you could afford the best heart surgeon in town because they were all free. No insurance, no nothing. You only don't get the best if you don't know about this rule. You get to choose and it's free. So pick the best. This is like unlimited money in your fantasy draft. So why on earth are you choosing a kicker in the first round? Or you have unlimited credit card a no max credit card to go out and buy your prom dress. 
Why did you go to the evening wear section of Walmart? Okay, the next rule of the game, rule number two, is the Best Buy and Car Lot customer service training model. Now, let me explain that. Imagine you're going into Best Buy to purchase yourself a computer. You walk over to the computer section and you just got to hope that the guy there who decides to help you is experienced and can do more than just, you know, read the specs off that little label underneath the computer on the shelf. God, I hate when they do that. When the dude reads the info to me that I've been staring at before they walked over and decided to help me. Oh, thanks, man, because, you know, I'm buying this computer to learn how to read, so I'm really glad that you just read that stuff back to me. Thanks, man. You would think that a person who is assigned to stand in that section, that they would be trained well. You know, they'd be able to give you excellent service and answer all your questions. But that's not true because training them doesn't make fiscal sense for the store. Now, they train them, but they don't train them well. Then it will send them to a three-month university with mock sales training and role-playing, talking about RAM and all that stuff in a simulated store experience. That's way too expensive. So they give them a manual to read for like, you know, a couple days, and then they have someone shadow someone who's been in the department for a really long time, you know, like three months. And then you're on the floor. And if it gets busy in that section... Well, now you're brand new, but you're thrown into one-on-one customer service, perhaps with someone like you, you know, making at that time, what's a pretty big purchase for you? You have questions. You could use some real guidance. Well, meanwhile, the experienced salesperson that trained that guy, you know, the person who could actually help you, who knows what's going on there with another customer across the store, and you're stuck with the guy reading you the details of the computer right off the box. Look, the same thing happens on a car lot. You know, all the people on the floor, on the lot, they're new. Almost all of them are the new people with little training. The sales industry has a business model for maximum profits. And shocker, your level of service is not their main priority. So when you're there, the goal of the salespeople on the lot is to work with you just to sell enough cars so they can get off the floor and move into the cushy offices the finance department, the management, you know, when they say, I have to go talk to my manager, that's the job they're trying to get to get off of the floor. So only a few good select salespeople actually like working one-on-one with the customer directly right at the very beginning, like working on the floor, on the lot. And what are the odds that you actually get that one person who's decided that's the way they want to build their career? The one good guy who stays on the floor on the lot selling because you know how that guy makes more money than the other guys who moved to to management well he works by referral treating his customers so great they send their friends and family so most of the time people just come to him and that's a little bit of a spoiler in what you're going to be looking later on for one of those 25 percent unicorn realtors look i hate to burst your bubble but this is the sales industry and real estate's not the only sales industry to pass off the low-end consumer to the new salespeople. But it's true, and it's a practice, and it's a practice that I personally, I abhor. I hate it. It's a big goal, but I seriously, I'm seriously thinking about doing everything I can to try to change that in my industry. And the first way I'm going to do it is by educating you, the consumer, about what's really going on. And then hopefully, I'll let consumers rise up and start a revolution. I've said it before, I do not think... I'm not, you know, insane. I don't think buying a first time, I don't think helping a first time home buyer is on the same level of a doctor performing surgery or a lawyer 
representing someone in a courtroom when they're facing jail time. But I do think it's more important than buying a computer or a car. So maybe the training should be somewhere in between those two extremes. But the real estate industry, they're still clinging on to a way below necessary training. And, you know, it's hurting what can happen for you, the first time home buyer. They tell the realtors that their main job is to get clients. And the new realtors, they have not had the proper training for the biggest financial transaction of your life. They just tell the new realtors, great, you got your license, cool. So go out there and get some first-time home buyers. Go become an influencer on Instagram or TikTok. Go viral and then get people to come in and then just sell them houses. Hey, Mr. Broker, that sounds great. How do I sell them houses again? Go get them first and then we'll tell you. Yeah, it's true. Realtors pass a test that's not much harder than the DMV driving test. And then they go work for a broker. The brokers have an antiquated business model to maximize the profits. They have inexperienced agents work with the first-time homebuyers, while the experienced agents, they work with the sellers. That's the goal. That's the gold mine. They work on getting listings to sell, and those will attract buyers, right? Well, that's a super old business model. We're talking pre-internet. I mean, there was a day when buyers could only find out about homes that were for sale in their neighborhood by talking to neighborhood realtors or seeing a sign in somebody's yard. So the industry, they decided to start thinking of the buyers as sheep coming to them with their little glowing light of a listing. And the listing agents, they're the gatekeepers of all the information. Well, it's 2021 and they still haven't updated the training to help the buyers who are seeking to buy a home. And you know, the buyers today, they're using that new fangled fiddle faddle internet thingamabob. Yeah, I'm not kidding. That's the mindset these people have. Like they never heard of such crazy thing. So they give the rookie agents, the newbie realtors, the weakest of training and or what they call a mentor program that are often seriously a joke and they barely oversee the new agents and what they're doing. So the new agents fumble through and who pays for it? You do. So you might get passed on to a realtor guiding and advising you, a first-time homebuyer, and they've barely been given out like a Best Buy handbook. They don't know squat about the homes, the laws, the market, how to negotiate or how to process through the entire transaction. This training that the real estate companies are offering, it's no medical or law school training. It's Best Buy training. And the industry needs to change that. You deserve better and I'm going to tell you today, you can get better by figuring this out, knowing how the game works and finding the 25% of the unicorns left out there. But the industry, it's slow to change. This is how they work. They didn't even get it when the internet came along and the dinosaur brokers buried their heads in the sand. Ooh, I mixed my animals, dinosaurs and ostrich metaphors all in one. Anyway, they buried their heads in the sand and all the Silicon Valley tech companies, Zillow and Redfin and Open Door, they all realized that they could get, you know, you guys, the sheep, by using your computer. Because most of you have a computer in your pocket now. So they outsmarted the industry. They got way ahead of it. But even now, those companies, they're still, once they get you, they're going to give you to an undertrained, underpaid, uninspired realtor so that they too can get a better bottom line. 
I just think it's got to be better. I'm not saying the real estate industry is as important as surgery or a day in court, but the industry should emulate those more serious industries when it comes to the training and deeming that someone is ready to help you, a first-time homebuyer making the biggest decision of your life. Instead, it's emulating Best Buy and Target and car lots. Maybe, you know, not years of med or law school for, you know, real estate training, but more than what we have now, that's for sure. More than Best Buy. I think that you guys rank a lot higher than that and you deserve more respect. This is too important a decision for you. So how do you find that elusive agent who's trained like a doctor or a lawyer with years of on-the-job schooling, interning, residency, mock trials, and real experience? You know, someone who's put in the work like that. Well, first, you understand this game and you beat it. Just like Michael Jackson and those West Side Story dancing gangbangers, you beat it. That reference is old as a rotary phone. And that's because I'm old because I have experience. Okay, little side note. Now, there are a bunch of new realtors out there following me on TikTok and Instagram and downloading my podcast, and they are going to be pissed when I once again expose them to the world. Sorry, newbies, I don't work for you. And the industry that you chose is treating some consumers like dog doo-doo. And the best way for me to help these consumers is to educate. That's my mission, to educate you first-timers out there, give you the secret to finding the 25% of the good agents that you can get for free because you're getting screwed. And I know some unicorns out there. I can get you to them or I can teach you what you need to look for. It's just my personal opinion. After 15 years of doing this and personally helping 120 first-time buyers myself and watching how the realtors and brokers grow their business, my opinion is the real estate industry is broken. It is subconsciously and consciously unethical in the treatment of first-time home buyers. It's absolutely not right, and it has to change. Rule number three of the game. So the growth model for all these 75% of the realtors out there, it's getting leads, getting listings, getting those leads because that'll bring you buyers. Yeah, that's what they think. So they send you out to go figure out how to get more listings, people to sell. They train you to knock on people's door to see if they want to sell. They train you to send send postcards to everywhere and let everyone see how many homes that you've sold on the street in the neighborhood and how you can help them get top dollar too. They train you to cold call people that have been in their home for over seven years since they have all the data on that and they realize that you're in an equity position and you probably want to sell your house. So they just cold call you and give you all that information. They train you to call the people who already put their homes on the market and they didn't sell so that you can say, hey, I saw you were selling with the Sally May. Well, my marketing plan can do wonders much more than Sally May's. Why don't you sell your house with me? And then they train you to do garage sales and community events so people see you as the community expert, all so you can help them sell their home when they go and move out of the community. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. So why do 75% of the realtors still follow this? Because they believe that the buyers are going to figure out they want to buy a home and then figure it all on their own and then just show up to them at their listings for sale. It's insulting to you that they don't want to help you until you're ready to produce a sale for them. They're just waiting for you to show up, buy a house, get them a check. Planning for buying your first home, it's a huge undertaking. And many people, including yours truly, lose or lost, like I did, hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to plan their own way and wasting tons of time because no one good in the industry is willing to help to give them the time and show them 
what they need to do in order to buy a house. The only people willing to help you are people that just passed the test last week and they don't have any knowledge to guide you to help you avoid the mistakes that I personally made and maybe a lot of renters are making out there right now because there are very few that have been taught that helping you is not only fulfilling and the right thing to do, but it can be fun and exhilarating and a pretty darn good way to make a living. It's not just the start of a career until you move on past that phase. So how do you find the 25% that think that way? Well, first, you got to know you can and should only work with them. You've got the choice. Don't let the game beat you. We'll start this revolution, change the industry someday, but it's not happening right now. So go ahead and say right now, nope, that's not going to do. I only want the 25%. I choose better for me. You cannot treat me, the first-time buyer, this way. I heard that my realtor is free and the seller pays for it, so I'm going with the best. Now you know the game. Here's the formula. It's as simple as one, two, three. The best realtor for a first-time home buyer is an experienced agent who will still work with first-time buyers as part of their own personal client list and who grows their business mostly, if not all, by referral. Now, for the next five to seven years until the industry changes, you're going to have to find these three traits to figure out if you're working with a unicorn realtor. Way back in episode six of my podcast in 2019, early days of the podcast, I gave you all the questions that you can ask, the specific questions that you can ask in an interview to find out if they are all-stars and if they do meet this criteria. Since, you know, I told you, you can pick them for free. Now, remember, if you go back to listen to that, the podcast was a little different back then. There was lots of bad audio, worse jokes than now, if that's even possible, and lots of rants from me about how much the industry sucks. Well, maybe that part hasn't changed very much. But my YouTube page has videos for first-time buyers going back to when I was 20 pounds lighter, had way more hair, and was literally doing backflips on YouTube to get people to listen to me. And all the way back in 2011, I was telling buyers about market, telling buyers about market conditions, talking about rent versus buy, and trying to help them find a realtor that has experience, not just helping you buy a home, but a realtor that understands the financial complexities of this whole situation, understanding that this is a huge purchase that needs to happen, finding someone who can be creative to help you see the numbers and really figure out if the numbers are right for you instead of paying rent. The very best way to find a unicorn realtor for first-time buyers, it's like being in The Walking Dead or playing a video game. You're in the middle of chaos, and you got to figure out where the secret door is or you know the hidden passageway, and then you find that master, someone who's survived for a while, and they're working in some safe space right in the middle of an apocalypse. Many of the very best realtors for you are not the ones that are obvious, the ones that you see on the bus bench or the shopping cart. And they're not the ones at the top of the Google search with the most reviews. Why? Well, because the entire industry, if they're out there advertising, they're doing it because they're looking for listings. They want to sell homes. So the top agents with all the reviews will most often never even work with you if you give them a call. Their team will. And you know how they grow their team? With new agents, with no client experience, no clients, <laughs> but plenty of time to shower attention on you and make you feel like you're super special and like you're the only client they have because you are. 
And if you do end up buying a home with them, it'll be the second one that they've ever closed and you'll never see the team leader throughout the deal. And you'll be lucky if you end up not overpaying or getting a really bummer deal. Is it always like that? No. Is it like that? Yeah, it is like that a lot of the time. So you need to find a realtor that, you know, someone part of that 25% who will work with you. Oh, so difficult and low return first time home buyers. Now, sometimes these realtors, they've got a team too, and maybe they advertise a little bit, but on their team, they have properly trained buyers agents that have years of experience. Now that can work for you too. So the one, two, three formula experienced agent, that's easy to figure out with the questions from episode six uh, on how to interview an agent. It's just asking them some math stuff. And then step two of the one, two, three formula works with first time buyers as part of their personal client list. Now, once again, for this one, there are a ton of simple questions in episode six about how many first timers they have helped in total, you know, forever or in the past 12 months. Because here's the kind of, again, the insider information, a lot of good agents, they have long time clients. And eventually those clients have kids and nieces and nephews or other younger people that they know, or sometimes they're helping, you know, other people who work for them at their company who are excited about buying a house. And the realtors are very happy to work with those people and give those younger people million dollar service that they deserve as a thank you to the loyal client who referred them. Many of them will actually help first-time buyers purchase the listing that they sell themselves as the realtor. You know, if you walk into my listing, sure, if it's the right fit, and if it's not the right fit, then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to go over the financial and emotional goals. You know, we're not just going to be looking at buying a house because we can. We're going to be looking at, is this the right thing for you in the long run? I know it sounds crazy, but this is the way it works. A lot of agents won't work with first time home buyers. So seriously, raise your hand right now, wherever you are, if you thought that all the top agents that were at the top of the Google, that when you found them because their reviews were so great and they're so awesome, that when you called them, you'd be working with them. Raise your hand right now. Go on, come on, raise it. Okay, I don't know if you were on the treadmill or on your walk or doing your laundry or on the train, but if you raise your hand, guess what? Surprise, you're wrong. Yeah, just, 25% of the agents out there actually are going to be working directly with you. The rest of them get you to call in and then they pass you off. Or if you talk to them, maybe sometimes they're just going to blow you off. And if you raise your hand while you were driving, remember 10 and two or nine and three, please. You can't write me a review if you're dead. Kidding. Come on. I care about you and your well-being. Drive safe, everybody. Okay. Now the most important part of the formula, one, two, three, three, they work mostly or all by referral. Okay. Why do you, the buyer, care how your realtor sets up their business? Well, let me explain. This is to benefit to you, the buyer. Think of it this way. If they do a lousy job for you, then their business doesn't grow and they don't eat next month. If an agent business grows because their overly satisfied clients tell everybody how amazing they are, not only do they get to work with more cool people like you because you're cool and you're going to refer cool people to them, but get this. That's how they get their clients. That's how they get their leads, leads, leads. They don't have to spend their day knocking on people's doors to get listings. They don't have to call people who tried to sell their home with somebody else. They don't have to spend tons of money to get to the top of Google or be an ad on the side of your computer somewhere. They actually use their time to serve their clients. Novel idea, isn't it? 
Yeah, once they get a client, now they spend their time serving the clients they actually have instead of working their day, 60, 70% of all day trying to get more leads, leads, leads. So once again, in this scenario, when you find someone who works by referral, not only does it help you, but you are the star. You have to be thrilled with them. You must feel like you're getting basketball lessons from LeBron James. You have to be the kind of person who wants to give them 5 million stars because that's how their business grows. Realtors who know this work harder for you. They're invested in your success and their past clients will tell you, hey man, this guy, this gal, they're the bomb. The other 75% of the realtors out there, they're working to get listings to help people move away from the town where they're the community leader. (laughs) The 25% that help you find your first home, they know that you probably have younger friends who are renting and are looking at you and they're jealous. And they know you might want to move up in five or seven years. So all those things mean if you're really happy with them, you're going to tell those people so they treat you like gold before, during, and after the transaction. Now, this next part, this is going to make some of you upset, but I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Many of the best realtors for first-time buyers, the real unicorns, many of them don't have a lot of reviews online. And lots and lots of the bad ones, I mean bad for you, not necessarily the best realtor, the best agent to help you, they have a ton of reviews and stars aren't at the top of Google. The best agent for you is an agent that works by word of mouth. And so they might not be working hard to get a ton of reviews since they don't often take leads from the internet. Think about that. Those leads, those reviews on the internet mean that people call them cold who've never met them before. So those people are working hard. You know, they're turning and burning clients. It's like a diner in the morning. They're trying to get people in and out as quick as they can so they can turn the tables during the breakfast rush. But the ones who work by referral, well, they do a kick butt job for the clients, make them happy in the town that they're in, and they're going to tell their friends. Working by referral doesn't mean that you need a ton of reviews online when other people that people trust are telling them, dude, I worked with him or her, they rule. Yeah, they're not trolling the internet trying to find their next client. They're just waiting for you to tell someone who needs help. And if you're looking online, you see all the ads for the agents, that ad is for listings. They're trying to get listings from that ad, not buyers. And the Zillow agent that you see on the side, I said this in one of my very early podcasts, that agent that you see a lot of times on the screen with you, that's like a banner ad. They paid for it. It's not even the listing agent for that house. They paid to have their picture right next to that house so that the buyer would call them and show the house to them. And don't even get me started on the discount online agents, Redfin and Open Door and all those places. That's a whole nother podcast. I'll give you the real short synopsis. Do you want a part-time agent who waits for the phone to ring or the emails to come in? from people who find them on the internet? Or do you want an agent that's out there working so hard with first-time buyers, they don't need to pay to be on someone else's site. They don't need to give a discount through a website to get people to call them. People call them because they're awesome. Their clients are happy and they tell their friends and family. All right, the best realtor for a first-time buyer follows this formula. One, experience. Two, actively works with first-time buyers or has an experienced first-time buyer agent that they have very well trained. And number three, they grow their business by referral. So you have to be the star. So no matter what you do, find the 25% unicorn realtor. 
and you'll be so much better off and you get to avoid all the drama. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten the call from a first-time buyer who's had a rough experience with a part-time relative realtor (laughs) or an inexperienced person that they met at an open house and we just really had a great connection with them. I'm sure that you did. There are lots of very nice people out there, but it doesn't mean they're great at their job. Check their stats. Do they have all the time in the world to work with you and they're super responsive? Maybe it's because they don't have any other clients and they don't have any other transactions and they haven't sold any homes. You know, that's a secret I've told people. You know, a lot of times agents who need clients will hold open houses on somebody else's listing just to wait for someone like you to walk in. I've had to bail out so many buyers working with inexperienced training, inexperienced agents who have didn't get the proper training and then Even if they're at a good broker, they don't have the proper support. So use these guidelines. And look, if you want to, you can always reach out to me directly. I've got a unicorn nation going. We've got unicorns all over the country hooking up with so many buyers just like you. I spent 15 years going to boring seminars all over the country to meet all kinds of different realtors. And yeah, I go home, throw away 75% of those business cards, but I keep 25%. And those unicorns are out there and the Unicorns are finding listeners and the listeners are finding unicorns. You can go to howtobuyahome.com or davidsedoni.com, fill out the contact form, ask me for a unicorn. Get a lot of people to do that. Hey, I'm in Denver. I need a unicorn. Great. Or you can DM me on davidsedoni at Instagram. You can find me on TikTok, but I'm mostly just dancing around like an idiot. So I, I don't really even know how to message on TikTok yet, but maybe by the time in the future, I will. So Look, reach out if you need someone or use these guidelines and figure it out for yourself. Would you rather do this blindly or what if you could just ask? We'll get you a unicorn realtor and then, you know, you'll get one of those 25% awesome unicorns. They're going to crush your deal, not crush your hopes and dreams. See what I did there? That was crush two different ways. I'm here to help. Now I got one last thought on a realtor. In a transaction, your realtor, it's like the coach. And all the players, they participate in the transaction. The players are the buyer, the lender, the seller, the other agent, title and escrow, the home inspector, the termite and sewer inspector, everyone involved. But the realtor's the coach. And in the end, you're the star player. And the coach is looking to set you up to score the winning run, the goal, or the basket. So you're the hero and you're the winner. So make sure you've got an awesome coach. Ted Lasso, baby. I cannot get enough of that show. Oh, one more thing. You can do this.